0: How does one come to know the unknowable? What faculties must a man possess? Since it was discovered that whale oil could light our cities in ways never achieved before, it created global demand. It has pushed man to venture further and further into the deep blue unknown. We know not its depths, or the host of creatures that live there. Monsters. Are they real? exist only to make us respect the sea's dark secrets we interrupt this program to bring you a special report this is cheap seat reviews
1: it's too big and too old englishy
0: heads
2: up there's smoke upstairs the alarm may sound it's going to be loud oh my god what is happening (laughs) what the hell or maybe 1978's Halloween. <laughs> Hello, and thank you for listening to Cheap Seat Reviews, the podcast that explores the Hollywood film industry for the greater good.
1: There she blows for the greater good, matey.
2: Nice. Your your Boston <laughs> accent's terrible, but I like the, I like your uh, your sailor theme there. That's great.
1: I tried. Yeah. What else
2: could I? You know. What else can I do? I mean. So. Yeah, right. It's no, it's no worse than Chris Hemsworth's Boston accent. So, <laughs> isn't it? He, Did he have an accent? I thought it was Australian. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, he, he is yeah. Australian. He's trying to do Boston. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. Uh, we'll we'll talk more about that later. What were you trying yeah. to say? Their voice, who I have not identified yet. Which one? My <laughs> voice. <laughs> no, never mind. Uh, this is episode three hundred and sixty-five. Obviously, we've done this before. Tonight, we're talking about in the heart of the sea.
1: The in, two, in which in which aorta in which chamber the left or the right
2: the I don't know
1: right. Are there two chambers or are
2: there, no four chambers? In four a heart. chambers. I can't remember how many we have? A yeah, human heart chambers? or a will The hurt. aorta is a vein, isn't it? Isn't that like yeah, an artery? It's in, like it's in, it's in your heart, neck or though. something? Yeah, it, it, it deals with a heart.
1: Would that be like the Gulf of Mexico? Sure. Would that be the aorta of the ocean?
2: I don't know. This metaphor is already angus of lost. the ocean. I think that's just South Carolina. No. Uh, ooh, that's true. <laughs> Shade on South Carolinians. I'm sorry. I have I have some Poor wonderful cousins down there, and they're they're wonderful people. They're but they're not from South Carolina, so I guess that's fine. I am yeah. Sean Allred, and joining me tonight is Andrew. Sleeps in a dead whale, Jimison.
0: Ugh. You know, <laughs> if it wasn't the the uh, the thing from Star Wars that he cuts open and, and they stay warm. Oh, the, in
2: there. the what is it called? The
0: tauntaun. The tauntaun. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't. <laughs> yeah, I forgot that. I thought they smelled it's, bad. It's going to be a whale instead. I feel on like a whale outside. would be more roomy. Yeah. You know, right? if we yeah. if we put it on like some rollers or something, it could be a mobile home. Yeah. So I'm good with it. Just yeah, I mean, plug my nose, you
1: know. We've seen those houses made out of whale ribs and stuff, right? Or the, you know, the tents that the the Inuk uh Indians would use for their their uh, houses.
2: Sure. So, sure, sure. Yeah. yeah. I
1: don't I am not sure what you're watching, but
2: yeah, that sounds fun.
1: Documentaries. Yeah. Pretty much discovery. That's it's all discovery. Nat Geo. <laughs> what well, used to be the History Channel and it actually did real history.
2: You mean not just when they were, all they did was aliens and stuff? Aliens, aliens, aliens. <laughs> <laughs> all I have to do is just say aliens, and that meme just come like pops in your head, right? Yeah, you right? know just
1: exactly what we're talking that,
2: about. The, yeah, the, the dude with the hair. <laughs> and Sam got yes. really upset when he learned what a sextant was really for. Vector.
1: Nice, and Sean. Just so you know. Yeah. If I was ever in the, in the middle of the ocean and you were on a boat with me
2: mm-hmm.
1: you were you, you were on the menu <laughs> I, I I would like to say i I would think Sean would have a little bit of spice to him, like some paprika or <laughs> some, some red pepper yeah. i just you think, think you think gingers are naturally spicy there. yeah, i don't know yeah i don't think there's a there's a bland bland bo- uh, bone in your body the, pr- so. the
2: problem would be is that I would sunburn so quickly. Well, yeah, I like crispy skin. That's what it would it's be. Just, yeah, I would be the I would be the extra crispy recipe of the KFC variety. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Okay.
0: Is that, what is that? Camperones? I don't know. What's the, it's, there's a Mexican <laughs> term for it at the restaurant. It's like, basically, it's, it's, well, no, basically it's pork rinds. Oh. Uh, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. No.
2: I guess.
1: I don't know. Well, I don't speak
0: Spanish. I, obviously.
2: Uh and that's just the three of us tonight. We have no guests. Yeah, it's, it's,
1: it feels really weird.
2: It does kind of feel weird. It's for the first time in many months we haven't had a guest, and that is okay. And and it's not you know for what? for any reason yeah. other than I just didn't ask anyone. You know <laughs> what it makes me feel like though? What's that? What's that? I feel like we are. <laughs>
0: that yeah, is not coming like...
2: through at all. But
0: <laughs> oh, it's not. No. Well, I don't know. If I'm sad. That... I'll let you guys and our listener just imagine what I played. I'm <laughs> not even going to tell you. We're not going <laughs> to reference it. It just sounded
2: uh, like little children voices. That's all we could hear.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, that's if that's what you thought it was. That's what it is, then. Okay. That's <laughs> What it is.
2: Yeah. Well, not like... since uh, we did Thunder Force. Have we not had a listener, uh, had a guest? Oh, I mean, did we not suffer somebody through through thunder? Well, we did it live. We did it live. We did a live oh, chat. That's right. So okay. we had some we had some friends participating with us. Uh, but no, we were it was just the three of us. So yeah, and that's okay. We've got some great guests lined up for October. I'm looking very much forward to that. October is going to be a fun month because we've got two movies on there on our list that are. Kind of legitimately scary, and yeah, yeah. Looking so, um, we've got Santa
0: Claus lined up for December. I really
2: <laughs> wanted. I really wanted to watch Fat Man for December.
0: I but do too. Where is it streaming? I streamer? think it's
2: only on Hulu, which is annoying. Oh, I don't. I don't oh, have Hulu. well, I have Hulu. I'll watch it and tell you. I've it. got Hulu too. No. <laughs> Um, I don't know if we, I, I we kind of did it on the show, but I don't know if I actually officially announced it. So I'm just going to go ahead and do a couple of announcements now at the beginning of the show. But, uh, November is going to be star Wars, November
0: guys. We're oh, I doing. Thought was, I thought it was no nut November. Well, I mean, that's fine. If that's what I mean, you want to do. Natural but, anyway. I mean, but, okay. Uh,
2: <laughs> if, uh, but we're doing uh, star Wars, we're going to do the original trilogy. A listener said, Hey, you've done the, the prequel and you've done the, the, the sequel trilogies. I, I really got to hear you guys talk about the the, the trilogy, the original, the OG. And I said, you know what? We weren't going to, but because you asked us, we will do it. So, yeah,
0: because we do that for our listeners. We
2: do. We are nice like
0: and, that. And Andrew needs to learn his Star Wars terminology like Tauntaun. Yeah, that's Ta-ta. right.
2: Ton- yeah, Tauntaun. Yeah. It sounds like there's like a W in there. It's not like it's a – anyway, it doesn't matter. Okay. Do, Two, you, know, 2000... do you know how much a Tauntaun weighs? Uh, a ton-ton? <laughs> 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 thank you Andrew or Sam that was, that was good appreciate that uh,
1: yeah well, uh. you know
2: I've got dad jokes what can I say hey dad jokes are the best
1: I, I found a, by the way I found a way to get my children to walk to school faster because they, they drag in the mornings okay so I've been going behind them and clucking like a chicken and pecking at their heads with my nose oh my gosh and, and they they run away it's great
2: I gotta get video of this right is there any way i could bribe your wife to video this yeah she's at work so it's just me oh, that's a <laughs> bummer. So, yeah okay all right 2015's in the heart of the sea <laughs> directed by ron howard um had either one of you guys watched this before yes yeah
1: I,
0: i've seen this one no i didn't even know it existed
2: you're the second or third person that I've talked to that said the same thing, that they didn't even know this was a thing.
0: Yeah.
1: Which is I think it kind of slid under the radar. It's not a franchise. It's not a big tentpole. It's just kind of a good old-fashioned movie, I think,
0: really. Well, well, it came out in 2015. Isn't that what you said? hmm And you would think that we would have heard something about it by now. That was six years ago. But yeah. this is the first I've heard of it.
2: Yeah, I mean, it came out, I'm looking to try to see what time of the year it came out. I don't... I'm, it says December. It's a December. So that usually December movies are kind of like trying to do a little bit of Oscar bait kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is one of the... Oh,
0: this, I'm sorry, they're what? Oscar bait. Oscar bait. Oh, Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you do with your
1: statue? We've, yeah. we've still got the a Oscar little hangover from our movie from last week. I, uh, yeah.
2: I have been told yeah. last week's episode was the most blue we've ever done, but they, they enjoyed it with lots of giggles. Oh.
0: So That's good. Is Oscar baiting anything like procrasturbating? No. Yeah. no. No. Okay. You go blind either way.
2: <laughs> I mean, I think so.
0: I heard that term for the first time the other day. Someone said they were procrasturbating. That's nice, and I said I don't want to know what that involves, but I can assume. I mean, yeah, uh, it
2: it found, sounds pretty <laughs> obvious. Uh, yeah, it what, is. It's pretty obvious.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's, that yeah, sounds absolutely. pretty
2: self-explanatory. I mean, I'm I'm uh, not to, at the at the risk of ruining the bit. Like you do know what Oscar bait means, right? <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Yes, I'm just,
0: I'm just being an ass. I
2: know, but I'm like, I'm looking at you on camera, and you're just, you're so deadpan. I'm like, does he actually not know what that term means? I'm confused. That's no, okay. I, I know. Oh, if you're listening, also, I have to clear this up because I, I actually texted Sam during the week to figure this out. So last week we were, we were talking about Mark Paul Gossler. See, I practice, dude. Very nice. And Sam kept talking about. Richie Rich, the original, and yes. none of us knew what the heck he was talking about, and we were all very confused, and I finally texted Sam, I don't remember what it was, like two or three days ago, I was like, what were you talking about? And we, it was Silver Spoons was the TV show you were trying to yeah, exactly. to, to to come up with, and you said that you thought that the lead in that show looks like... like um, oh,
1: yeah, they're spot on.
2: And so I took two pictures. I did screenshots and then sent them to you. And they are as similar as you and I are to each other. And that is we are <laughs> yeah. both white dudes. We, we could be brothers. <laughs> <And> so <laughs> I was like, okay, that's fine. But I was just amazed because just I was, so when I went back to, because I was editing the show, uh, I went back and I was listening to that segment and I was trying so hard. Because usually I can parse out who you're trying to figure, you know, like, yeah, um, like your skill set is many things, but one of them is not remembering the names of people for shows oh, and God, movies.
1: Because no, I could care less about the actor. I, I I like their character, not the actor themselves. Sure,
2: sure. Again, yeah. not, not, no fault there. It's
1: again, yeah. it's a thing. Again, so it's like you, it's like following a band. I never have really followed a band, but mm. I enjoy individual songs that bands do.
2: That's okay. I mean, and I sense? know. Yeah, I mean that's like uh, I mean I'm I'm a huge fan of um, uh, I'm trying to think like I love, um, gosh, uh, the Foo Fighters right, and yeah, I know that yeah. Dave Grohl is the lead, but I don't know anybody else in that band. Yeah, and well,
0: it, it's thanks to Sam that I know that Joe Pesci was in The Magnificent Seven and Terminator, <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: right. Oh my gosh! It's been a long time since we've had an accidental Joe Pesci sign. Joe that. Pesci, yeah, that's my great. God. For for it, listeners yeah. uh, of of the podcast for more than the last, I guess, hundred episodes, that's that's a that's a fun callback. Um, okay, so this movie again. I don't know if this is going to be one of those movies where we talk about more things than the movie itself. I don't know. We'll we'll, we'll find out. I guess I'm kind of. Uh, using pun fully intended, steering the ship here. We'll, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. So, Andrew, please tell us and the listeners what is in the heart of the sea.
0: In 1820, crewmen aboard the New England vessel Essex face a harrowing battle for survival when a whale of a mammoth size and strength attacks with force, crippling their ship and leaving them adrift in the ocean. Pushed to their limits and facing storm, starvation, panic, and despair, the survivors must resort to the unthinkable to stay alive. Their incredible tale ultimately inspires author Herman Melville to write the classic Moby Dick.
2: Wow. That is very obviously not an IMDb read.
0: No, it's not. Is that the no. H- HBO I was, I was read? Say, but the, the the weird
1: thing about that read, though, is that I, the, a third of the movie is their survival at sea, maybe. Yeah. Right. The whole most of the movie is setting up the survival at sea. Yeah. Right. Which was interesting because I've read this book. It's a great book, by the way. Oh,
2: you did. That's right. I do <laughs> yeah. remember you saying that the other day. Uh, you might have been yeah. off air, but yeah, I remember you saying that. So, yeah, it is a
1: great book Um, and, and they stay fairly true in this movie to the book. Yeah. Uh, the only thing that I could say that that really kind of not bothered me, but was different was that. The, the whale never really followed them around.
2: Oh sense? so that was the attack and then that was kind of it.
1: Yeah, and then once the attack was done there was no more, you know, whale attacking the smaller vessels or whatever. Yeah. But it was it stayed pretty true in terms of who the characters are, the the dynamics between the characters and things like that. It was it's a it's a great book. I'd recommend it for sure.
2: Right. Mm. All right. I think yeah. Um yep. Well, since uh, you, you already kind of have the, the microphone there, Sam, why don't you give us your five-word review? Oh, man, do I have to? No.
1: <laughs> All right, let me load it on up here. And I've got two of them tonight. Um, uh, the first one is Amazing Story, Beautiful Film. And my second one is A Masterclass on Leadership. And Interesting. this is this is a weird movie. And, and watching it again kind of has me trying to think of, of how exactly I can I can explain why it's weird but I really enjoy these types of movies I really enjoy this type of storytelling but this one is I don't want to say forgettable it's just not it, it, it's not something that would be on my shelf uh, that I'd watch again on purpose um, I enjoy it it's Gorgeous. I mean, I love the cinematography. Ron Howard's great about that kind of stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But in terms of the the actual story itself and how it's told, it wasn't that I wasn't impressed, but it was just kind of, eh. This is this is decent. This is okay. I you saw just... this in the theater, um, as well, and I saw it in 3D, which was kind of fun. But the only kind of real 3D things were the uh, uh, the whale attack itself was pretty amazing in 3d um or whenever the whale would would you know crash out of the water and, and crush the boats and all that sort of stuff um but uh but yeah it, it, it's i don't know how to describe it it's interesting you know it, it never really goes that far for some reason i forgot that there were more than one survivors for i i want to say in the book there was one survivor i'm not 100 percent sure um But for some reason in my brain, I thought only Tom Holland made it to the end Um, and was pleasantly surprised this time around that uh, there were a few more survivors. So um, I enjoyed reading the the history uh, of this. Um, I don't know if if anybody looked it up or whatever happened to uh, Owen Chase um, afterwards. Yeah, I uh, I have
2: a whole section of in trivia about what happened. to Yeah. His story is really interesting. It made me
1: feel better knowing, you know. That not that he, he lived happily ever after, but at least he was, um, it wasn't a tragedy per se. Although you might say it's, he I eventually it's, was, yeah. It's... <laughs> but it wasn't like he was disbarred and never could sail again, right? Because right. you yeah. you got that that from his character in this movie. You figured you know sailing was his life, whaling was his life, and um, you know you don't want him to stop. Uh, at least when you get the feeling in this movie so yeah i 'm kind of leaning on you guys a little bit tonight to to figure out kind of my thoughts on this thing um, i it 's beautiful, but is it impactful is it does it tell a true, good story from beginning to end? Uh, I find it interesting that it's it 's set up you know usually a movie's in three acts, right, and mm-hmm. this one feels like there 's an act of before the ship. And then you've got the 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 ship itself. And then you've got uh, the whale attack and survival. And then you've almost got a little epilogue of...
2: Yeah, it's like an epilogue, Joe.
1: Of oh. what happened once they got to shore. And it's just, I don't know, maybe they should have stopped when they got on land. I don't know. I don't know. I'll see what you guys think.
2: I do yeah. want to ask the question before Andrew tells us his very... Um, good opinion, I assume. It is masterful. Yeah, very masterful. Is I I watched this. So I watched this movie. Uh, not when it came out. But maybe a year after it came out. My wife and I we we rented it and we watched it, and I really liked it. And I thought this would be good for the would be would be good for the podcast. I can't wait for it to become streaming. So this is one of the movies that I have kind of keep an eye out if it's ever streaming for. And since now we have HBO as an option for streaming. I was, that's why I threw it on the list. And this time I watched it, I didn't like it as much as I did the last time. And I think that's that's because exactly
1: kind of my thoughts as well, where it was, I was, I thought it was fantastic until I watched it this time. And it was, it wasn't that it was bad. It was that it was ho-hum. It was
2: (laughs) well, okay. And here's my, um, here's my thinking. And and maybe I'm 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 you know up a creek or whatever I don't know. I'm counting five, six, seven, eight. Is it because eight weeks ago we did Master and Commander?
0: No, no, no. Because no, because I feel like that's a different movie altogether. It's,
2: it's a different movie, but it's the same kind of movie, and I think that's a better movie. Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: I would I would agree with
2: that. I personally think that it's a better sailing kind of movie, a nautical film. And I kept thinking in my head, I kept kind of comparing the two. You know, mm. I kept sitting here thinking, hmm, the other one feels more lived in than this one, and I don't know why. Well,
1: there are uh, there's times in, in this movie as well that you really notice the green screen. Yeah. Mm.
2: Does that make yeah. sense?
1: Yeah. You know that these guys are not in a hurricane on a boat in the middle of the ocean. It did not feel as real, as it a, especially Master of Commander.
2: It didn't even look like they were on a real boat in a tank being sprayed with water. Yeah. Like, like you am saying, it <laughs> didn't even look like that. It just looked like they CGI'd the water in front of the lens and uh-huh. they were just walking around on a set. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It was it, no, I I, I think the, the costumes look great. I think the boat looked great, but I just think the effects were, were just I hate to say poorly done in this one. Okay. And and that's saying something, right? If we would have seen this uh, you know, in the nineties, if they would if this would have come out in the nineties, we would have been absolutely amazed. We would have been, you know, jaws on the floor, amazed at what we were seeing. Well, especially the, at the weight. the fact that we are so used to good effects now. That we 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 don't accept uh, half-hearted effects. No, especially with a movie of this caliber, with the with the actors that are here, with the director, you know, it, this movie should be flawless well, in terms of that type of like,
2: stuff. Like Apollo thirteen looked like a better movie. Like it looked mm-hmm. like the you know, mm-hmm. saying you know, maybe that's a bigger budget. I don't know. Maybe that's not fair. But that movie is also fourteen years earlier or something. So I just yeah. But they there was, weren't
1: in they weren't in the ocean either. It's hard to do water effects. It is
2: hard. There was a the, the couple moments that I really noticed, uh honestly was the intro that I played as like the fish are, are going by. It it looked kind of weird. But now yeah. hearing you say that you saw this and it was in three D makes me wonder if the two D like if did they shoot it in three D and then the two D conversion's a little funky, or did they mm. shoot it in two D and then up converted it to three? I don't know. There's nothing in the trivia about it.
0: but I honestly forget that movies are in 3D anymore. I I don't think they do them in 3D anymore, do they? I don't like watching movies in 3D just because it bothers me. I I know some people that might be their thing. But when you were saying that, I was just thinking, I don't know that I've seen a movie in 3D in a very long time.
2: Well, I mean, I watched In Game in 3D and Infinity War. The big Marvel movies have been in 3D, but none of them are shot in 3D. Right, which is why Avatar was shot in 3D, Um, but the rest are just converted digitally afterwards, you know, in post. And some people don't like that; they don't like the look of it.
0: Anyway, well, I think if a movie is meant to be in 3D, and when 3D was like a thing, and they were making movies like. I think back to that uh, one of the minion movies, of the, where they uh, have the uh, party thing blowing out at the screen, and yeah. they're mm, moving right. a ladder, or you know, stuff like that. I'm like, okay, that's meant to be in 3D, but and enjoyed in 3D. But stuff like this, I don't, I don't know. And and that does make me ask the question, like you said, does does that conversion mess something up for the streaming audience? I don't know.
2: No. What's your uh, five-word review there, sir?
0: Well, I have three, and you'll be proud of me because all three of them are five words this week. Wow! And wow! Yeah, I usually pay no attention to that rule; it's more like a guideline. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but this time I actually went with it. So, number one, Hemsworth accent a little sus. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I I had flashbacks to Kevin Costner in Robin Hood <laughs> because I was like, "Look, dude, you, you can't do it. Just do your Australian accent, and we'll pretend that's fine." <laughs> but now
1: is is Nantucket? Is it a is it a Boston accent? Is Nantucket a Boston thing?
2: It is, but my question would be: Is Nan is eighteen twenties Boston right. accent what it is in twenty twenty? Right. Yeah, I did, and I, I, I think
0: that the average moviegoer would be fine and they would probably <laughs> understand that maybe he's an immigrant. It's 1820, you know, like yeah, we like, don't it. know his story. So and unless yeah. you do the, the background check and and you check your history on this, you don't know.
2: But. Well, it's but it's uh, such a big deal is made about the name Chase and that he's Um, not name chases and someone's chasing a name, but his name is chase. And that like, there, there's a big deal made about the name and the family and all that stuff that I hate in Mm -hmm. society, especially back then. And I, um, so I, I'm okay with, you know, him being a, you know, a native. I think the problem is simply, he's trying to do a Boston accent like Ben Affleck and Matt Damon can and it yeah. I think that's the problem. Just do an American accent cuz we've heard it before. Yep. Um and I'll just go ahead and get this out of the way cuz he is our Star Trek connection, but he he did a fine just American accent in the Star Trek movie. So just Well, no, he was only
0: in there for like 5 seconds.
2: Correct. So. He is he yeah. literally has about <laughs> you know 38 words total on on screen. And and it'll be interesting to see the the rumor is that the the newest trek that they're they're in pre-production for uh he's going to reprise his role as Kirk's dad they're going <laughs> to they're going to do some kind of dumb time travel thing and Kirk is going to be able to like save him or something i don't know star trek has this bad habit of we don't have a good idea well let's time travel okay
0: star trek generations well yep. yeah mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> which I like that one, but it is a bad movie.
2: It is. Uh, I have fond memories of it too, and I've mentioned multiple times why. But
0: yeah, so yeah. Uh, okay. So my next five word is uh, a whale of an adventure. I was wondering <laughs> if
2: someone was going to do the uh,
0: because it is an adventure. You know, even though it's not fun at times, uh, it's certainly an adventure. And then uh, my third one puts Donner party to shame. Oh. <laughs> yeah. oh. And uh, listener if you haven't seen this movie um I love how you just, always just assume that it's one. It, well, it's just it's it's not because
2: <laughs> false advertising I, right you least, don't what? we can't get sued by you know making false and misleading statements hey i can so. name at least three people i know that are listening to this show
0: right now so there's i know I, there's at least three okay. I want all three know. of our mothers it's personal though i'm talking directly yeah. to them okay. and so it's just one that's true
2: they're not, not listening it communally it's, it's not like uh, we don't yeah, groups yeah, yeah yeah i can't imagine anyone sits okay. around the radio set you know, like in the good old days, and says, "Oh, let's turn on the old podcast and see what Cheap Seat Reviews has to say." <laughs> Just
1: wait when when we're ninety years old, there, there there will be people in our homes that'll that'll get together in the uh, the rec room to to listen to old podcasts. You know yeah. what?
2: I like that idea. Honestly, I like the idea. Like, yeah. I'm ninety, and I'm like, "Hey guys, you want to listen to my podcast?" From 50? I hope
0: when we're ninety, we'll still listen to like. Uh, you know oh. wop and and I hope that people still uh, twerk in in their <laughs> 90s just I just want to see what that's going to be like if i know anything to just embarrass their kids right yeah I oh, mean, sure. but i, I, I just those... hope in in a nursing home in the future yeah. that i see that happening uh so <laughs> anyway um yeah if you are if you haven't seen this movie um prepare yourself beforehand. Uh, it's It doesn't really get into anything really disturbing that you see necessarily, but the imagery is certainly there uh, and you can, it just, it paints it clearly in your mind, even though you don't see what's happening. Um, but uh, yeah, and, and I understand when you're in these survival situations, you do incredible things to, to survive just, just, yeah, just, and, stay alive. just to, to keep going. But the thought of eating another human being, uh, is just rough, you know, and, it, and I, you, you may have done this research. I haven't, is this based on a true story? Yeah. I assume yeah. From read that I did that it is. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, so I, I had no idea, you know, I've, I've never read Moby Dick and uh which I, I know I is a shame, either. I guess.
2: I haven't either, yeah.
0: But well, uh, neither have I. I it's too big and
1: too old Englishy to uh yeah. to wrap my brain around.
0: But you know, I didn't know that it was based off of, of a true story. Um and thinking about this is just it's terrible the things that they had to go through to survive if that's you know legit if it's not Hollywood Hollywooded up, I guess you could say.
1: Uh, as far as I've read the book, and the book is is a nonfiction, right? They used research, they used news stories, they used interviews. Everything on the boat happened, if not worse. If I remember right, there was a lot more, right, written about what happened on the boats, not the not beforehand, right? Yeah. So, um, yeah, it was pretty pretty nasty.
0: Um, what Wait, they had to I, deal with. As as I was watching it though, I started to think about like. It, what was it? 14 months at sea at one point. Isn't that what we saw on the? Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, they were yeah. at
2: sea on on the Essex for like 14 or 15 months.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I just got to thinking. My gosh, I can't stand being like with people other than my family for more than like a week. <laughs> and can you imagine <laughs> stuck being, on a boat? And not just normal guys either. These are some of these are criminals, and uh, you know. You're you're stuck on the ship. Some of them them fart in their sleep. Exactly, (laughs) and there's no comfy mattresses, and there's no there's no privacy. Meals, yeah. Well, there's more meals, but there's
2: no privacy, and no one has bathed. The only time you get a bath is if it
0: rains. Right. And you know, I just got to thinking, man, this must really suck. Just life on the ship in general must really suck for that long. Yeah.
2: Yeah, but they also got paid. And that's why they did it. Yeah, that's you true. Know, it was the risk, but they also knew that they were going to get paid and that they, uh, I mean, they were guaranteed food. And, you know, if it was a successful trip, you know, you get, you get that money. So yeah, it was, it yeah, was Yeah, you worked for risk. 14
1: months and then you, you have a year off kind of thing. So, you know, have the money to,
2: to burn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, yep. All right.
0: What
2: about you, yeah. Sean? Oh, I wrote two. I don't usually write two, but I was in a mood, so I wrote two. <laughs> uh, so my first one was, and I think Sam kind of alluded to it earlier about his, uh, this is a, pr- you know, a primer for, or primer, I guess primer is how the British say, on on leadership. So I wrote, listening yeah. to others is hard. <laughs> mm-hmm. so the movie makes the trope not commits the trope not once but twice where someone who is in authority has the opportunity to listen to someone else who who has been there right mm-hmm. so in this case Chris Hemsworth is like captain we should not do this this is bad the ship will be damaged and the captain says nonsense the men need to be tested it's just a little baptized wind. yeah we need to be baptized it's just a little wind captain, this is a squall. This thing will turn us over. We're in, we're in trouble. We need to do the thing. No nonsense. And then of course it turns out bad and the ship is damaged and they have to spend many days repairing the ship. And then we fast forward a year and they meet the bad guy from, uh, from bad boys Two, And he's <laughs> like, there was a giant whale that, that, that destroyed my boat and killed six men. Oh, well, Clearly, you've had too much to drink here, Spaniard. So we're going to go out there. We're going to listen to the first half of your story where where you say that there's whales, but we're going to ignore the second half where you said one tried to kill you. (laughs) So listening is hard. And my second one is, I'm I'm having to paraphrase, obviously, to make it fit to five words, but I think uh, the quote will still work, and that's, we need a bigger boat. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, could you imagine though being even on the, the, the skiffs that are going after the whales, the 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 size difference and you know, just one leap out of the water could just completely capsize and crush and kill you. Yeah. And it just it blows me away that people were willing to do that.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, one of the boats did get capsized before yeah. The big, or I guess it was by the big whale, right? Like he, he bumped them. So they're all yep. in the water and the big tail comes out of the water. And that's when they go, holy smokes, this thing is huge. And they had to go back and repair the boat before they can go back out and, you know, and hunt. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. It just, it seemed crazy that that was the, the way to do it was to get in the little boats and then chase after them with, you know, hand thrown yep. spears. But I guess they didn't really have.
1: And, well, one of the things they talk about in the book as well, and I hate to keep going back to the book, no, but they, des- they describe how the hunt uh, worked, right? Obviously, they cannot show on, on major movie screens exactly how a, a whale hunt works um, because it's just nasty and, and gross. But, you know, basically you're, you're trying to wear these things out and, you know, you harpoon them and you, you get the lines on them and you get so many lines on them that they're finally so exhausted that they give up and when they give up, you get next to them and then basically stab them to death until they Mm -hmm. blow blood. Mm -hmm. So it's like, it's a gruesome way to, and not only that, um, I believe they mentioned that there there's for every one whale they're able to bring back to the main ship. They lose like two in the ocean because they sink.
2: Mm Hmm. Oh interesting. So, like, so they'll kill yeah, one it, but it they'll they won't be able to keep it.
1: Exactly. So it's it's fascinating to me the process and and just the fact that you know they were they're using these things to get oil for lamps, you know, basically. Right. And to me that just seems really
2: I don't know, archaic. Um well it obviously I, I, it does um, to us, yeah. But then you know, it's even in the movie was like some guy put a pipe in the ground and he got oil from the ground. He's like oil from the ground. That doesn't even make sense. You know?
1: Right. Yeah. Um,
2: I yeah. just, I just Cup like from the ground, come a bubble and groove. <laughs> oil. That is, <laughs> there's just, a, there's a funny thing, you know, like there's comedians that always talk about, you know, there's always a guy that's got to be the first, right? There's gotta be a guy that was the first one to say, I'm going to drink what's coming out of that cow. Oh and, yeah. Yeah. You know? So at some point, Someone saw a whale and killed it, probably because they thought that's a lot of meat. Mm-hmm. And then they—it's a big fish. It's a big right? fish, so this will feed the crew for a month, right? So they bring it aboard, and it's got all this goo. And some idiot had a flame nearby, and it like exploded or something. You know what I'm saying like, mm-hmm. there's there's got to be a way that it was accidentally discovered that whales are flammable, and and they're like, "Oh, we could make a whole industry out of this." You know, I just <laughs> Somebody's yeah. got to go first, right? I just one of those things. Okay. Yeah. Um I didn't take a lot of notes though for this movie. This was one of those that I just I didn't take a lot of notes. Uh, I wrote uh the my first note was uh Hemsworth with the way his hair was at the beginning of the movie. He kind of looks like Heath Ledger from A Knight's Tale. Kind of.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, boy, they made him look uh,
0: uh, look good in this movie. Oh, well, how the, until the end? <laughs> well, but they're yeah, all I sometimes. was blown away by the job that the makeup artist did, and, and and a lot of it could be CGI and computerized or computer generated, but you know, Chris Hemsworth is a big dude. Like, yep. he had to get swole for all the, uh, you know, the MCU movies. And this was filmed right in the heart of the MCU filming. So there's no way he lost a bunch of weight for this role. Heads up, there's smoke upstairs. The alarm may sound. It's going to be loud. Oh my God, what is happening? <laughs> what the hell?
2: Is, whose house is that? Andrew, Andrew, it's, are you okay? It's attend? not mine. I don't know.
0: I don't know what's happening.
1: <laughs> do, we, do we need to take a pause while you check for a fire? Possibly.
0: Uh, I'll be right back. <laughs> okay.
1: Says so a whale is attacking Andrew's house. Sorry about that.
0: No, I'm fine. We're we're,
2: we're back up. Uh I'm yep. going to find a way safe. to edit that. Andrew so It doesn't is, sound weird,
1: but it's sitting in a, a room of fire. So, um <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: yeah, That was weird. T- so Andrew, you were talking about specifically about losing weight. So this is part of my trivia. There wasn't a whole lot of trivia on this movie, honestly. Um but I will read this one because this is very specific to what you're talking about. According to Ron Howard, to prepare for the role of starving sailors, the cast were on a diet of 500 to 800 calories a day. So they did lose
0: weight. Yeah, but there's no way they lost as much as they made it out.
2: Yeah, you're right. No, I mean, at at the end, they, you know, when they are on the the boats before they're rescued, they're just very emaciated. So, yeah, that's either makeup or maybe there's a little bit of, a CGI Aesthetic effect or something, but mm-hmm. but you can tell a difference between Hemsworth standing there at the end when they're when he's in the when the, the the house giving his testimony versus Chris Hemsworth at the beginning of the movie. You know he he did lose weight for the role. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um there was also a fun piece of trivia that because Tom Holland was only seventeen when he did this movie, so because he's not an adult. Uh, there are legal um, restrictions on how much weight he was allowed to lose. Oh, my gosh. Because he's only 17. So Well,
1: he's already a skinny kid. Too, yeah, he is a yeah. super
2: skinny, skinny kid. So, I mean, there's only, you know what I'm saying, if you're only 120, you going down to, to 90 is going to look pretty dramatic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I don't even know if he weighs 120. I don't know. It's like probably, one of my legs. He probably does now since he's bulked up a little bit for Spider-Man but even that, you know, yeah. Uh, bulking up for that is, is, is probably not very much. Uh let's see. Uh I did write in The New World even blood matters more than skill. Uh you know, talking uh, about the captain is given the captaincy because of who his dad is and who his grandfather is and that his grandfather, you know, invented the 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 whaling the industry and oh, the wheel. <laughs> yeah, that too. <laughs> and invented boats. And I just I, I I hate and I know that's how it was back then. I just hate every part of that society that says, well, your last name is more important than your first name.
0: Well, back then it's still that way in a lot of cases. Yeah. In the uh, world
2: today. I don't
1: I just look at the Ivy League schools. A lot of times it's who who you your family is rather than your qualifications,
2: I, I get that to a point. I think. I mean, I do know that you know, in um, in the United States, we have, you know, you, you know, United States royalty, right? If your last name is Kennedy, you're gonna get probably a little bit more preferential treatment, especially in politics, than if your last name is not Kennedy. You know, mm-hmm. uh, we but we don't have a whole lot of that in our certainly not in our politics. And there might be other very specific industries that are like that. You know, like cops. You know, your dad was a cop, therefore you're a cop. And you're going to get the benefit of the doubt because of who your dad was. But I just, I kind of feel like, you know, in the last 50 years, maybe not 50. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. It just feels like that's gone, gone away. But yeah. Maybe not, you know, I mean, I, 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 I've read books during the forties and fifties where it talks about, Oh, we have to make sure that we get in with the family of the town, you know, the, the Mm -hmm. matriarch of the town and stuff. It just, I don't, I just, I hate all that. I really do. It is.
1: It is. It's still there. It really is. Especially when you, when you look at business like I do, um, you see that, You know, it all boils down to networking and then from networking, it all boils down to, you know, who, you know, and more specifically who you are. And it's sad, really. But, Mm -hmm. you know, if you if you come from a very wealthy family, you have much more chance of success because of because
2: of that. I get I get all of those things. Uh you know the, the, the it's who you know sometimes more than what you know. I I actually do mm-hmm. get that. Whether that's fair or not, I I get that. I mean, some of the contacts I made in you know in the film industry allowed me to get jobs you know in that industry because I made connections. So I I do get that that part. I guess what my my part would my my point is that if You know, if if you and I are going after the same job, Sam, and you have your three degrees and I have my one, but I'm offered the job, even though I'm way less qualified because of who my family is, not just Mm -hmm. because the guy offering me the job was buddies with my dad. It was that, well, I come from a long line of teachers and therefore I'm going to be a better teacher than you because of my lineage as opposed to you, who have three degrees, but your dad was a uh, an architect or a, con- a contractor, yeah, I just I don't know. You know do you I think
1: Do you think you ever got uh, preferential treatment for uh, being a lineage in the uh, fraternity?
2: I absolutely did. I was well. I was told that to my face when I was, and I was told <laughs> the only reason why you got a bid was because of your dad. Oh, uh, I was I was told that. Um, yeah, on multiple occasions. Now I know that I was told that to discourage me and do that you that, that yeah. mental thing that they do in fraternities where they break you down that so they can build you, you up. But um, yep. but I certainly never did it. I never got a job mm-hmm. because of, I don't think I did. I don't know.
1: I just, we are also not upper escalon. We're not CEOs. You're We're right. not vice presidents True. Uh, of companies. We aren't in the leadership uh, roles where it is a lot more of, of who, you know, last names start becoming a big thing. Yeah. Unfortunately,
2: uh, you're right. You're right there. So maybe because we're all middle-class white dudes, maybe that's yep. just, we, we don't see it. And that's why I think it's not there. So, and maybe that's why I hate it is because yeah. I can't Damn. take advantage oh. of it. Maybe it's a uh, pure, pure jealousy. now I will admit, um, Again, back to sometimes it's better who you know. Uh, I'm going to keep this story as brief as I can, but my wife, when she first started out in teaching, had a really bad principal, and all three of us know that bad principals can really affect Mm -hmm. a teacher. And my wife was fired from her job uh, because the principal did not believe special education was was real. And... It's, it was a situation because my mom, who has been teaching for now, she's been teaching for 40-plus years, knows everyone in the state. And when I called her to tell her what happened, she was able to make a phone call to the head of HR because she knew him personally, and Sarah got her job back within the hour. <laughs> and maybe that doesn't happen to other people. I don't know. Yeah. Now, the circumstances which Sarah was fired were... Um, poor bad. at best. It was a, it was yeah. a bad situation, and you know, uh, some other people could have made a case for a lawsuit, uh, you know, a wrongful termination. Now again, we live in North Carolina, where you can, where an at will, you know, state you can be fired for any reason. But still, state employees are hard to find. Fire without probable cause or documentation. Yep. Anyway, I think I've now bored anyone that doesn't live here in North Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> I did. So, uh,
0: to, to go back to our discussion about the weight loss, if you are on IMDB and you take a look at picture number 85 in the photos from, uh, from this film, there's a picture of Hemsworth standing there shirtless, and he really does, I guess, look like he's lost quite God, a bit of weight there. That can't be good for these people. Right. Yeah.
1: You know, you, you see Christian Bale do this type of thing. Yeah. You see, you know, Joe Pesci do it. It's it's Jonah Hill. <laughs> it can't be good <laughs> for uh, for the actors themselves to put their bodies through. But I guess it's it's part of the job. Right. They got to have they got to do the part. Dang. You know, at least um, was it Tom Hanks? Didn't he when he did Castaway? wasn't it that he started out? chubby and then had to lose weight or was it the it's, other way around it's the
2: other way around they filmed all of the island stuff first so before they shot he lost the 40 or 50 pounds yeah and then it was easier to gain the 100 Gated back you know to <laughs> to make it look like he was you know yeah wow. Dang, that's crazy can... i'm gonna share that out right now on twitter that picture is insane
0: isn't it though
2: oh my gosh yeah thanks uh, okay, uh, one of my other notes was uh, Spider-Man getting tossed around by Thor is really funny. I liked that part when he threw him over the side of the boat. Of course. <laughs> well, yeah, it was funny. Let's see. Uh, lastly, uh, strong whale to snap the foremast. I thought that was pretty, pretty crazy. Some strength, and you can just tell. Well, you know, it's the it's whale. It's huge.
1: Real.
2: And my last note was the cannibal story was rough and very well acted. Yeah. yeah. I thought yeah. Brendan Gleeson was great in that scene. I thought he was really good. I'm so sorry. Which one is he? Brendan Gleeson is, uh, is the dude, is old version of, of Spider-Man. Mad-Eye movie. Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: Oh, okay, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah, he did a really fine job. Um, matter of fact, I think he might be the best actor in this movie. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. Uh Or because at least... you know, having to having to act and and think about the the trauma that his character would have gone through, and and having to portray that PTSD, so to speak, Uh he did a really you know really good job with that. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Also, if Tom Holland looks like that when he gets older. <laughs> <laughs> poor Tom, poor Tom,
2: poor Tom. I don't know. I guess it could be worse. <laughs> Maybe not. Uh, okay, that's it. That's all my notes. Anything else we want to talk about before yeah. I play a few clips?
0: What about the guys that decided to stay on the island? I'm like, if if you were, if this was us, right? And I said, all right, guys, I'm going to get back in the boat and I'm going to try for it. Are you staying or are you coming with me? And
1: see, here's that's a great question, right? Because on the island, you do have a little bit of food, right? You've got you've got birds, like you said, you've got fish in the ocean around you. I I think I would have stayed on the
0: island. Honestly, I I would have too.
2: I didn't, yeah. we, we didn't get a great look at the island. I didn't see if there was a lot of trees.
0: I think we got one aerial shot and it looked like it was mostly dirt. Yeah. It, was mean, it looked like yeah. a rock in the ocean. Yeah. yeah.
2: If there were. But there
0: was a cave, you know. Yeah. Although it was full of dead bodies.
2: Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I, I would probably. Which again
0: was true to the book. They actually did find
1: a. um, find a cave uh, full of dead bodies,
2: so I would probably go back to see and and risk it you know, risk for the, a biscuit yeah i was I was trying not to make the ride, but yeah <laughs> <laughs> I don't know i just there's there's i guess I guess the idea is that if you're on the boat like you're trying, whereas if you're on the island you're just you're just waiting for someone else to come and save you, yeah but I don't know. I mean it's it's a no win scenario, obviously. Sorry, that was loud. It's it's a bad it's a bad situation. I just these other movies that we're gonna talk about later about you know Lost at Sea movies, it's just that that kind of is a one of those those kind of weird fears in the back of your head. It's like, Oh, I'm flying over an ocean. Oh my gosh, you know, it's just
1: uh-huh. Just don't put a band aid on your finger um in the uh the the bathroom there.
2: I don't know what that means is that is that a reference to lost
1: that's castaway
2: castaway band aid on the finger
1: he... yeah, that's how they get you and castaway he's he does something so he has to put a band aid on his finger and when he's ripping oh. the band aid apart or something is when you get the big crash or the big that's right jump scare uh with it
2: i so. i've I've seen that movie maybe once or once maybe twice I don't remember it well enough for that, but okay that's interesting yeah. I just, I love the family guy, like spoof on it is, you know, when he, he finally delivers the package and she opens it up, she's like, oh, it's my sat phone. I've been looking for this, (laughs) (laughs) my sat phone with my solar powered battery, you know, and he's like, I mean, this thing could have saved my life, you know, just, all right, time for some clips. Okay. Uh, oh yeah. So. This uh, this clip specifically I chose is to emphasize the accent that we're talking about with with Chris oh, no. So in this one sentence we get a little bit of Boston which I'm learning <laughs> all you need to have for Boston is to change your a's um it's not and and like and and soften your r's right like it's it's not Boston yeah. yard it's Boston yard yeah. there's there's some of that other stuff. So but then at the end of the sentence he like full on thor. So here we go.
0: As first mate. Mm-hmm. Mr. Mason, you you promised me command of a ship after my last voyage when I brought you back 1500 barrels. Do you remember? You gave me your word.
2: You gave me your word is 100% thor. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. And it almost I didn't I didn't notice it when I was Capturing it, but it it sounds different. Like it it sounds like they had to go back and get that in ADR. And we'll play that again. It's um towards the end there. Listen, it sounds a little different.
0: As first mate, Mister mm-hmm. Mason, you you promised me command of a ship after my last voyage when I brought you back fifteen hundred barrels. Do you remember? You gave me a word. That's different. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that is different.
1: Yeah. Maybe maybe he had slipped back into his Thor role when they had to do. Uh, yeah. Maybe you know reshoots or re re retapes or whatever you would call like it. This so, would and, been... and maybe
0: you gave me your word is just hard for him to say. And they they recorded it a few times and took the best one. Yeah, but yeah. that
2: sounded different. It didn't have the it uh, the resonance of the room, that wooden room with a wooden desk and the wooden floor. Like right. that sounded different. Yeah. I mean, 2014 is when they would have been filming this. I think that's like right around the 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 second Thor movie. You might not be wrong. He might have had to run off set to go you know do the line. <laughs> okay, I like it when uh, in sea movies we get a lot of the like that sea language that's that uh, the way they talk. I just I like when he says this. Yes. Full pressure, smartly, lad! Smartly! Yeah, smartly. Right.
1: It's like a whole. It's like a pirate language, right? Yeah. I just. Oh, I, I want. I want to to everybody to talk in pirate.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, not pirate. I want sailor. Okay. You know, I don't want the R's and the, and I don't I don't want that. I don't want talk like a pirate day. But talk like a sailor day sounds kind of awesome. Especially yeah. if we can talk like they did in Master and Commander. That's yeah. the one thing. I, I was going to try to find a way to do your middle names. Because in this movie, they do the thing that they do in sailing movies where everybody is Mr. It's Mr. Chase, Mr. Pollard, Mr. Spider-Man like they're all yeah they're all mister and I like that you know there's the, I, I just like the the elegance of that and I was going to find a way to just call you guys just you know Mr. Jimison and Mr. Vector but I didn't I didn't know if you would get the reference and I didn't think it would be as funny as the picture of Andrew sleeping inside a dead whale so sure <laughs> uh, um, just
1: slip right in I mean it's just you know make yourself at home
2: that's so what she said. I have a recording. It's a, just a two-second recording of a time where, um, Sam, you you and I were, were driving together in Boone, and mm. you, told me, you told me that we were going go to go the, to the Blue Ridge Parkway, and you said this to me. Take me to the pretty spot! <laughs> okay. <laughs> take you to well, a, did you? I did. I mean, I think so. I don't know. I, maybe I did.
0: Is, that a, is that a euphemism?
2: You know, I know. I, 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 I thought here. about. It. I was trying to think. How I was going to play the joke because I knew I was going to do a setup. I was trying to think if I wanted to do it dirty or not. I did. I just wasn't. In, it didn't strike me in the mood. But you know, there's there's other ways you could play it for sure. Okay. <laughs> uh, Demon <laughs> whale. So here's a little bit of Johnny Tapia, the guy from Bad Boys Two, who has one of my favorite all time quotes ever. Um, about you know this is a stupid problem, but it is a problem. I love that line. There you go. Here we go. Demon whale.
0: If it weren't for that demon,
2: a whale. There you go. Demon. Yes. Uh, I wrote saves him. I don't know why. Here we go. Saves him. Oh no right-minded sailor, disguise would might yet save him. There you go. Yeah. Huh? That part was yeah. That was uh... and. <laughs> So not to make light of the situation, this is where they've decided that they're going to eat that poor man. Well, he's now dead. So I guess he doesn't care, but, um, Tom Holland is just bawling. And all I could think of is your body has enough liquid to produce tears. Yeah. Yeah. I <laughs> thought about that. Yeah. I, I, it kind of feels like there's a certain point in which your body is so dehydrated that you can't even do that. Yeah. Um, uh, this, I, I hate this kind of stuff here. We talked about this earlier.
0: The name Chase need no longer be a landsman's name, but an established name that belongs among the great families of Nantucket. Huh. There
2: once was a man that it belongs. Uh, here's, this clip's kind of long, but I, I, I liked it, and it was... Um, a, lot, a lot yeah it was the end of the movie and it's kind of him's kind of soapbox moment but I, I really enjoyed it the Essex was stolen by a white whale and those of us that survived in ill-equipped whale boats had to commit abominations in order to survive and on our return we're expected to spread
0: bare faced lies so that you the ship owners in Nantucket might line your pockets and sleep well at night well, I will not embroider the truth, nor should you, George.
2: Yeah, I like that.
0: <laughs> yeah, that pockets word, that was really Boston. Yeah, pockets. Packets. 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 Uh,
2: yeah. I also have this one-second clip from last week. Dicks. Dicks. There you go. Oh, that was weird. <laughs> Wait, why that, was did a, it re- that was a nice little... Uh... Why did it do that? I don't know, that was Dicks. Cool, oh that's so weird. Why did it do that? Alright, well I now have it in a weird kind of an echo-y stereo thing. Yeah. That's so funny. Okay. Moby Dicks. Yeah, that's what's serious. what was the name of this this movie eventually or this the story? It was Moby Dicks. Oh, okay. Thanks. There buddy.
0: you go. Cheers. Yeah. Okay. I half expected Sam to make a dick joke, but
2: No. <laughs> Yeah,
1: yeah. But
0: I I'm, guess that's uh, I'm being good. That was all last week. I'm trying yeah. to
1: get
2: this. Yeah, no, last week was a lot. There was a lot of that. Uh, the only trope that I wrote down was the new guy makes a bad decision to to prove to prove he's good. Um, right. Basically, the the you know the captain's making a bad decision to prove that he knows what he's doing. That's also a trope. You know, the new captain. You know, the crew doesn't trust him. Uh, I'm trying to think of some other tropes. Uh, the kid who played young Voldemort is in this movie who comes and talks to the captain and calls him cousin. And uh, so the familial thing, that that's a trope. There's some other stuff in there. Survival tropes. Anyway, time for this. And
0: now for some more bad news.
2: Ready? I already mentioned the 500-calorie-a-day weight loss. Before Benjamin Walker was set to play the captain, other actors that were considered included Benedict Cumberbatch, Tom Hiddleston, and Henry Cavill.
0: Basically British dudes. Yeah. Henry Cavill would not have worked out well. He was too buff. Uh but Hiddleston it, I could have seen.
2: It would have been interesting to see Hiddleston in the role as yeah. the captain over, you know what I'm saying because you know the Thor like we already had the Thor Loki relationship. We'd already seen it in at least two movies. So that
0: would have been interesting to see. As and Cumber- Cumberbatch would have been would have been interesting too. I think.
2: Yeah, I think I think any of those would have been good. I mean, I could the, see Cumberbatch being a good captain. Yeah, like yeah. being you know, I I could and see that one. Obviously, we've seen him play very arrogant, so that that would have worked. And his American accent's not too bad either. Right. Um, no. Not at all. There is something kind of funny that. These are all, you know, Boston dudes, and there's only one guy in the cast that's an American. Everyone is somewhere else. Uh I just think that's funny. Okay, so Sam mentioned this earlier. This is a long bit of trivia, but it's it's basically Owen Chase, uh, Christian or Christian Chris Hemsworth's character. This is kind of what happened afterwards. So this is. Both happy and sad, which is life. Yep. While Owen Chase's career flourished after the uh, Essex ordeal, (laughs) his personal life included several tragedies. His wife, Peggy, who we know from the movie, had Mm -hmm. two additional children, Lydia and William. She died shortly after William's birth while Chase was at sea. He then married Nancy Joy. If you remember, Mr. Joy was the Scarecrow's character uh, who he Mm -hmm. left on the island, who died. He, uh, the widow of his friend and Essex's second mate, Matthew Joy. Nancy gave birth to a daughter, Adeline, and then died a few weeks later while Chase was at sea. His third wife, Eunice Chadwick, apparently had an affair that resulted in a son, Charles, who was born when Chase had been at sea for 16 months. Oh Chase gosh. filed for divorce upon his return and raised Charles as his own. So those for you counting, that's what? One, two, three, four. He has five kids. Uh, or- in, in 1840, after his divorce was settled, he married Susan Coffin Gwyn, the widow of fellow Nantucket whaler captain James Gwynn. Chase, su- Chase suffered nightmares and migraines and spent several years in an institution after he After he started hoarding food in his attic, he died in eighteen fifty nine at the age of sixty two
0: Wow
1: yep yeah so i mean he, he he was back at sea, which is nice right if that 's what he wanted to do but <laughs> but I you just, know what do you think set him off that course? Was it the cheating wife was it the death of the the wives? was it being away from home and and yeah, was it
0: eating people at sea? You know, I I would say it's probably a combination of all those things. Yeah. I mean, right. just
2: being at sea a long time is probably just hard on the body, you know, and if, you know, scurvy and things. I don't know. I mean, I don't know what the life expectancy was of someone born in 18. Well, I guess he would have been born in 17 something, but yeah, that's eh, 62. That... Not, not great, yeah. but for back then probably is a pretty good long life. And yeah. he had a bunch of kids. All right, time for this.
0: Excuse me while I whip this out.
2: Top three movies uh, Lost at Sea. That's our category: Lost at Sea movies. And you know, we just if it's you know if if the whole purpose of the movie is to be Lost at Sea or not, yeah, it's fine, whatever. I think we can we'll take it. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it has to be specifically only Lost at Sea. Well, it's it's not all about the porpoise. Yeah. <laughs> okay.
0: Uh,
1: Sam. <laughs> All right. Okay. So my list at number three, I've got a small little movie called open water. All right. Mm-hmm. Have you guys ever heard of that? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Is, uh, and
1: it is, if maybe it, 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 it might have single handedly kept me from wanting to get a scuba license. <laughs> um, because it's just, it's hard to watch. Right. Um, my number two is of course, Tom Hanks in, uh, uh castaway. mm mm-hmm. right? Love me castaway. But my number one is a beautiful movie, in and out. I love the story. I love the analogies. I love the the religious overtones of it. But uh Life of Pi. Life of Pi. Yeah, yeah i my number one. do that one. Yeah. yeah. I've never seen it. Oh, read the book first, but then watch the movie.
0: All
2: right. Sounds good.
1: Yep. What about you? Sean, are you going next? I do go next,
2: yeah. So I was checking to see if we had any more Twitter responses, um, and we only have a couple. So uh, actually we have. We've got responses. Yeah, we have a couple. Uh, Let's see. Mine are, I did Castaway as number three. Uh, My number two, I did Waterworld. (laughs) <laughs> um, yeah.
1: at one point his ship is destroyed
2: his ship is 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 burned and destroyed, and the only thing he can do is is uh have sex with gene triplehorn and then uh a skyboat rescues them and My number one is a movie that I didn't mean to watch, and I mean that as in my wife and i had uh we were gifted groupon tickets to the uh it's a theater here in town that does um it's a It's a restaurant in the the theater. It's like you eat food, like real food, Mm -hmm. in the movie. And there was nothing there that we wanted to watch, but there was at least something that we would be willing to watch because the tickets were about to expire. And that was called Unbroken. And that was the Angelina Jolie-directed movie about a World War II... um, Either he was a sailor or he was a pilot. I can't remember which. But... This was a dude that he was an olymp he was an Olympian before the war, and then was lost at sea for I don't remember how long it was. It was a long time. I remember that oh. the 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 part that helped him survive was a seagull landed on their boat on their raft, and they they caught it and killed it, and then they like they took a bite of the <laughs> of the bird and immediately just threw up like like they're like uh, like yeah. Obviously, we can't eat raw bird. And then so the guy says, well, maybe something in here will eat it. And so they cut up the bird, and then they fished with it, and then they were able to pull in fish, and then they could eat the raw fish, and then that's how they were able to kind of survive. And then they're rescued by uh, a Japanese boat, a warship. So then they went from water, you know, uh, lost at sea, to Japanese camp, a prison camp. Oh, no.
1: And Those weren't generally... Uh, those hard were not either. nice places to be, yeah. yeah.
2: So his, his story is incredible. I mean, it's, it is as incredible as is the story from Hacksaw Ridge. It's yeah. just a different uh-huh. type of incredible. Like, it's hard to understand that a human could do what he had to endure. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so Unbroken. Good. It's a good movie. Again, I had no intention of ever watching it, but I did, and I'm glad
0: I did. It was very good. Andrew? Andrew? I have a honorable mention of Gilligan's Island. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Nice. Um, then, uh, number three, I have a tiny little film called Titanic. Yeah. Oh, shipwreck. They were, film. they were, yeah, frozen at sea, but they were lost at sea. And then, uh, oh. Uh, another film, this one is not a good movie at all, but I like it because of the nostalgia that I have from watching it as a kid, called Shipwrecked.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I I actually watched that with my kids not that long ago, like mm, a month and a half ago, and I remember really enjoying it, and then I watched it with the kids and went, wow, this is a bad movie. (laughs) Yeah, it's really
0: (laughs) but I did like it as a kid.
2: Yeah, so, it has uh, um uh, the only actor Sam, you might recognize, it would be Gabriel Byrne. I uh, yeah. And I, once I once I IMDb his uh his you you oh
0: yeah, that guy, Gabriel. Yeah. And then uh at number 1, I have a kind of a disturbing movie called The Blue Lagoon. Mm. In oh. which uh Oh, I lost her name. Eyebrows. Is
1: that is that what the 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 teenagers?
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. and they're like brother and sister or cousin. I can't remember exactly. Something weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they end up having, in relations. Yeah, lots that. of yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but it's it's a Brooke really Shields. good film. I, it's been a long time since I've seen it, but uh, I do remember uh, liking it, and it's uh, it's a good film.
2: Yeah, I remember seeing most of it. Yeah, Brooke Shields and Brooke Shields, thank
0: the, you. <laughs> the dude from... I didn't mean to call her eyebrows, but, you
2: know.
1: Well, it, it was yeah. a big thing.
0: You knew who I was talking
1: about. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
2: the, the dude in that movie is also in a movie called The Pirate Movie <laughs> and something called A Night in Heaven. So, yeah.
0: So I do have one more question about this movie. Yeah. Yeah, sure. The title in the heart of the sea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is that the name of the book? I believe so. Yes. Okay. Because I, I was as I was watching the movie, I thought, why is it called in the heart of the sea?
2: Well, the 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 phrase in the heart of the sea is a biblical reference to Jonah. I see. It's a okay. it's an actual uh, yeah, biblical reference to, to Jonah mm-hmm. and the whale and all that.
1: I did not know that. I'm not going to say uh-huh
2: like I did, but... And yeah. again, I only know it because the trivia told me, so it's not like I... Oh, nice. I, I didn't okay, know go. that. I don't
0: feel too much like a heathen now. Okay, no, 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 no.
2: <laughs> heathen. I'm with you, man. I'm with you. Uh, Yeah, cool. Time for this. Wait, what's supposed to happen? I guess my script I actually... Again, I don't do this often. I forget a lot of times, but... um the soundtrack on this movie. I don't really noticed it much. There's some, there's some moments that I thought it was really lovely, but there's a lot of times where I just, I didn't, I don't remember it.
0: Yeah. I tried to pay attention to it (laughs) because I thought it might be something we talk about, but I didn't, I didn't like it. It wasn't, it wasn't memorable or, you know, didn't grab my attention. And you know, Speaking of grabbing your attention, and I think, Sam, you kind of alluded to this, but this, you know, I say a film is a good film if it keeps my attention throughout. I honestly didn't care about the first half of this movie. (laughs) And then... I bet you a lot of that,
1: though, was due to um, Master and Commander,
0: because you just saw it, all that. Maybe so, maybe so. But toward the end, I mean, once the whale attacked and, you know... They were stranded. That's when I started paying attention and and really kind of got into it.
2: It's interesting. See, I'm kind of the opposite. I loved, I was super into it until the whale attack, and then once it was just them just surviving, I that's when I I checked Twitter a couple of times. <laughs> so that's fine. The, the The music, the composer was a guy named uh Roque, Ro- Rock, R-O-Q-U-E. Uh, he is uh, Spanish. But his last name, or maybe, yeah, his last name is Baños. Isn't, Isn't that bathroom? bathroom? I think it is bathroom. Isn't it No. ¿Dónde está be. la baño? baño? La baño. B-A-N <laughs> with the tilde O-S.
0: I don't know. I, I'm afraid to you say ch- yes because I don't know. You changed to it to him. Latrine?
2: Well, it used to be Shithouse. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, I'm sorry. If that's Baños good. is the
1: second most uh, populous city in Tugnaraja in Ecuador. Oh. oh. Okay. Oh. Good for him. Baños. Hold on. Now i got to figure out bathroom in Spanish. <laughs> bathroom in Spanish is el baño, B-A-N-O. What's yeah. the plural? It be bathrooms. <laughs> <laughs> we know Spanish. what it is in English. <laughs> Thank you. <Seth. laughs> it's ba- ban- Banos or Banos. It's Banos. banos. Yeah. 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 Oh, okay. Well, there you go. What a shitty name.
2: Yeah. <laughs> All right. Out of 10, what are you guys going to give this movie? Uh, IMDb gives it a
0: 6.9. Yeah. Uh, am I first? Sure. I don't remember.
2: Yeah, well, yeah.
0: Um. I'm going <laughs> to, because this was two hours and two minutes long, and I only carried about half of it, I'm probably only going to be able to go a five. And so oh, I'm going to say, I'm going to say five point, we'll be a little kinder than that, 5.6. Okay. Buckets yeah. of whale
1: blubber.
2: <laughs> Sam. All
1: right. I think I, I liked it more than Andrew. Um, it's not a masterpiece, but it's still a decent film. Um, I it, it didn't break any records in my mind, but I think IMDb is pretty close. I'm going to give it a, a 7.01 out of
2: 10. I just realized, Sam, you weren't on the uh, Master and Commander episode. so mm-hmm.
1: that Yeah, that one I, I just, is a masterful uh, movie. It's amazing. Yeah. But I I'd, I'd have to watch it again to uh to give it an official Well, our it. but it would be it would be it would be better than the 7. I know that.
2: Yeah. Oh, well our our score average for that movie was a 6.66 repeating. Really? Yeah. 6.6. Who didn't 6. like it? Uh Andrew gave it a 6.1 and our guests gave it a 6.5. I gave it a 7.4.
1: Okay. Yeah. Wow, you guys are are don't like your seafaring movies.
2: Yeah, he probably hates Pirates of the Caribbean too. I like the soundtrack. Yeah, <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah,
2: the score is pretty great. Uh, I I just realized I forgot to say uh, our other uh, our other top three categories. I'll I'll go back in just a second. Uh, I'm gonna give this movie um, I'll probably give it a six point five. I think it's fine. It's not great. It's, it's pretty good. I think Chris Winsworth is doing pretty good acting. His accent. Some heavy aside, lifting. Yeah. Uh, well, he uh, does lift a couple of heavy things. I think Tom Holland mm-hmm. is pretty good in this movie. I think, you know, seeing him later as Spider-Man, you go, okay, now I see why they wanted to cast him, not because that just because he's a gymnast, but he's a good actor. Yeah. And yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, going back a, a segment. Uh, let's see. Uh, Cameron from green shirt uh, says the abyss, the Poseidon adventure and dead calm. I don't know what Dead Calm is, but yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh uh somebody else uh, a gentleman, Eric, uh at Eric uh Heine, uh H E I N E Sorry if I said that wrong, wrote uh con uh, Tiki K-O-N- Uh T I K I is fantastic. Never heard of that one. I haven't either. So uh, but yeah, Con tiki. He says it's fantastic. And then he mentioned that the, uh, the score is incredible. So hmm. by Johan Soder's quiz visks. That's one with a Q and then a V instead of Q and a U. Soder quisk. kids Anyway, go watch that. Go look that up. Con Tiki. In the Tiki, 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 tiki room. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> time for the quote game, and I will play at random, random clip. Son of a bitch must pay. There we go. That's a good one. Here you go. Random clip says, quote game. So, again, this is what I have to do now. Last week was, this is Ripley, the last survivor of the Nostromo, signing off. I think I did a better job that time. Last week, I struggled with that. You sound just like her. Yeah, thanks. That's from uh, Alien, the first Alien. Okay. Right. Uh tonight's quote um I'm gonna give you a hint. It's also no. a Ron Howard film. And this is the quote Houston, we have a problem. That's Shazam. A... That's exactly it. Shazam. Has to be.
0: Has to oh be. no, no, no. I'm sorry. It's from first kid with Sinbad. <laughs> <laughs> What
2: was the superhero movie that he did? He did a steel movie, right? Did he? I thought or was that Shaq?
0: That's Shaq. That's um, Shaq. Okay. okay. Yeah. Although uh Sinbad was a super villain in Jingle all the way. He wasn't a villain, was... he was a spoil. He wasn't a villain. Oh, okay. Or a yeah, foil. Right.
2: Spoil is not the right word. He was a foil. He didn't spill things. Okay. <laughs> uh next week I'm very excited to say we have a Again, October is coming up. we got some good stuff. And uh, I'll just go ahead and tell you, we haven't picked our last movie of the month yet, but we're going to start next week with Blade. And we're going to have joining us Ethan from the 15 Minutes of Marvel podcast. Very excited for that. Then after that, we're going to do
0: Dr. Sleep with TV's
2: Travis. Uh, I'm
0: excited about that one. I haven't seen it yet. And I'm a man of the shining, so.
2: Yeah. I'm I'm not a fan of the shining, and I'm also excited to see this because I'm really interested to see if maybe this helps my opinion of the movie, or or you know what I'm saying i will just be interested yeah. to see what it does. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that will be joined by TV's Travis, that's his podcast handle, and The Conjuring
0: Two. Ooh. Uh, why with...
1: am I why am I a little excited for that one? I love the first one. I, I think I, I saw
0: I think I saw that one in the theater. Conjuring 2? I think I did.
2: Okay. Well, we're we'll doing find- a Conjuring 2 with V from The Life Paranormal with V. She's coming nice. back. Uh, we did Resident Evil with her um, a month or so ago. We're, she's going to come back to do that. So we're going to, and then we'll probably do like a um, a poll, a Twitter poll to see what we're going to do for our fourth movie. Sweet. Um, but it'll probably, uh, it's been recommended to us, Sam, and maybe uh, we make it an executive decision on air. Uh, it's been recommended that we do kind of an old school horror film, oh, okay. and since you and I recently just
0: watched Halloween, that maybe... So you're thinking like Friday the 13th or Texas Chainsaw Massacre or something like that?
2: Or maybe Halloween. Halloween? <laughs> <laughs>
0: so you're thinking of like Leprechaun or Child's Play? Or maybe
2: like that. <laughs> 1978's Halloween.
0: Halloween?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I still have my notes from
2: that episode, so... <laughs> I don't know. We'll talk about it later. But honestly, I can't remember. I think, Sam, that the Halloween kills will have been will have come out and we will have yeah, access I've to seen it. previews for it now, and I'm I'm intrigued. I'm kind of intrigued so. too, especially since we now know that this is gonna be a new trilogy that ends it.
1: Yeah. So yep. It'll
2: be interesting. Anyway, that's gonna do it for the show. Right? Do I have anything else to say? I don't know. Um oh. Go to our website, cheapseatreviews.libsyn.com, facebook.com. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. Just find us all the places. We have a Linktree account. Just go there. We have a store. We have merchandise. People are buying our merch. It's so exciting! Whoa! It is very exciting. And um, thanks, listener. No, yeah, thank you very much, listeners. And I do appreciate <laughs> it. If you want to support us financially, that's really just the best way to do it. I don't really want to do the buy me a coffee or buy me a beer or, or what, are those, what are those other ones? Tip jar. There's a bunch of mm-hmm. ones where you can just give us money. I don't. We've been doing this podcast for seven years. We've only asked for money once, uh, one other time, and that was when myself was going through a financial hardship and I needed a little yeah. extra
0: to help keep the and- show running. And then he started stripping. And yeah. we back, right. yeah. We're,
2: we're covered in that avenue. So, yeah, but buy our merch mo- mostly because I just like the idea that there are people wearing our T-shirts out there. Uh, go to our website, or, uh, tpublic.com, and then just do a search for cheap seat reviews, and you can find T-shirts, um, face masks, coffee mugs, stickers, magnets, button pins, anything you can think of. And if you uh, – there's a design that you would like to – to see, um, yeah, yeah. we put is...
1: some of our uh, the, the 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 art that I've been doing? Couldn't that go on a mug or a see. t-shirt? Yeah,
2: well, a there's no reason movie? why I can't. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah,
0: have the the can, can we get a shirt with Sean doing a boudoir pic on the on the chair? Yes, hmm. I could. I can make that happen. <laughs> okay. Good. <laughs> I'm now, smiling
1: you because wouldn't, you wouldn't be able to bring it into public because it might blind people. <laughs> but um well there's white line spot. The, yeah, you catch the sun's rays on that and it would just you know, it's it's like a darn whiteout. So
2: So there is a picture of me when I was <laughs> twenty or so. 20, 20 or twenty one when we went to visit my grandparents or my grandmother and family in Arizona, we went down to tombstone and did the, we went to tombstone and there at tombstone, we went to big Nose Kate's bar uh, restaurant to eat. And uh-huh. the, the, the man that was the sheriff, he was the sheriff of the town. He comes up to my table and says, uh, would you guys like some pictures and stuff? I'm like, yeah. And so my he put my grandmother, he put her, he wrapped one of those like big feather boas around my grandmother and, he, uh, he sat next to her and, 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 you know, she was laughing. He was having a good time. So he pulls me aside and says, you want to be a good sport? I'm like, yeah, man, what you got? He says, climb on top of the piano. So there's a picture of me laying down <laughs> on top of a piano wearing a feather boa in my best paint me like one of your French girls pose. Oh, now that wow. photo exists only on a hard drive and i will never put that on the internet for right. sam to manipulate because good sarah, lord uh,
1: you know i'm i'm contacting sarah she so. has she there's, has there's no... going to be an army of the dead type heist uh <laughs> in, into sean's house to get this uh picture off the hard drive
2: uh, she doesn't know where it <laughs> is anyway that's gonna do it for our show thank you so much for listening uh, and Andrew and Sam, I wanted just to say thank you guys for this, for tonight. Um, this was good. This was fun. Uh, this week has sucked. Mm-hmm. And I uh, I appreciate you both a lot. Yeah. I really do. Uh, so on behalf of Andrew and Sam, this is Sean saying thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll see you next week.